Oh, thank you. Behind this very brief introduction, and this time it will be brief, is Z from Integrity Radio talking to what sounds like a group of people about my work. And what I mean by my work is my channel, my station, and what I put together and share on my station to hopefully make the day of anyone that comes across what I share a little bit easier. With my Kuntz's Corner, I, I find a quote that speaks to me. I have a process that I go through for doing that. Maybe I'll create record a, a separate segment that talks about how I do that. And once I've made myself available to receive, I find the quote that speaks to me. And then I try to capture the hidden meaning that's wrapped up in that quote. Why do I do that? Why would I have been doing that for years now? I do it to serve. I do it because the gift that's shared with me, I believe, is shared with me because I made a commitment to share. And I honor that commitment every day. At least five days a week, many times six or seven. It just depends. But there's a commitment from me to honor that gift that comes to me um, by sharing forward whatever's shared with me. Sometimes, once I've found the right quote that really speaks to me that day, the message comes so fast my fingers can barely capture it on the keyboard in time. I find myself wishing I could type faster sometimes. It's that powerful. So although I'm not a pastor, <laughs> I am incredibly spiritual. I have a strong belief in the God of my understanding. And I believe that that God is active in everyone's life because we're all connected. And because we're all connected, that that means very simply that God is in everything and everyone. I've been entrusted to share a message and I honor that commitment. And I'm humbled and honored by the words that Z shared about me. And although I'm not a pastor, and I'm sure I never will be, I am very comfortable sharing the message that I believe is divine. And I share it openly with an open heart and gratitude for the opportunity to try to make my small difference here on the platform we call Anchor. Free radio of the people, for the people, and by the people. Thank you, Z. That was incredible. One of the things that I absolutely love about Anchor are the surprises we get. And the surprises come in the form of call-ins. Random call-ins from people that just drop a little message to express how they feel, to express what they're thinking, and to express well wishes for us and others. And when Z from Integrity Radio dropped by just to wish me a glorious day, my heart stopped for a minute. Well, actually it was about a second or a half a second. If it stopped for a minute, we might be having a real problem right now. <laughs> it stopped because in the moment that you hear another human being express something so simple 
yet so profound, you have to take pause. And that pause was that second. He could have just as easily not taken the time to call in. But he did. And that's what makes the difference. And that, my friends, is the real gift of gratitude. Gratitude comes when we take the extra little bit of time to take action, to do something. You know, if you, if you go out and you buy a gift for somebody, the gift has no value, zero, none, until the time it's actually exchanged, until the time it's given. Z from Integrity Radio today gave me a gift. It was given the moment it was exchanged, the moment he called in. That was the gift of gratitude. I'm giving it forward again right now with this message. Thank you, Z. You made a difference in my day today. I guarantee you'll be making a difference in many other days, many other people's days today as well. Thank you for wishing me a glorious day. I wish you the same. Believe completely. Dare greatly. Achieve accordingly. Have a great Friday. Enjoy your weekend. Hi, Bobby. It's Z. And I'm calling in for no other reason but to say hi and thank you for wishing me a glorious day. I don't remember exactly the day I wrote this poem, but it hasn't been all that long ago, which is really remarkable considering the journey that I've been on began back in July, on the 4th of July as a matter of fact, in 1990, when I declared my independence, when I made a decision that I would live a life free of alcohol and tobacco and any other substances that I didn't feel would be good for my body, to live clean and sober. I've come full circle and find myself back at the beginning of my path in a position I hope to help others that might still be struggling. At least that's what it feels like my calling is anyway. And I tend not to ignore these subtle things that come to me. And when the message is shared with me, I do my best to capture it. And that's what I would say happened with this poem. The poem is entitled, or titled, I don't know why I said entitled, but the, the poem is titled Commits, a poem for recovery. Here we go. Choose to begin if you want to win. Choose to say, I choose today to begin. Optimize all available resources. Offer help, support, and new life courses. Manage expectations, minute by minute, day by day. Embrace life in your own unique way. Make mistakes and friends too along the way. The journey is simple but not easy, day by day. Inspire others and seek inspiration. After all, we are one incredible nation. Together, we always accomplish more. Together, we can avoid a destructive life on the floor. Success is accomplished with purposeful action. Recovery begins with so little traction. Choose to live life clean and sober. 
Otherwise, soon, you will find life is over. Optimize every opportunity to learn. Commit. Decide. Stand tall and be stern. Manage your life one day at a time, hour by hour. Time is sublime. Make your commitment. Make it today. Tomorrow is never the sobriety way. Invite your friends and your family too. They will gladly support the brand new you. Together we can achieve what we can't do alone. Go ahead. Make the call. Pick up the phone. Success comes to those who commit to their path. Commit now and avoid life's wrath. Choose new habits. Choose new ways. Soon you will see bright, sunny new days. Optimize the 12 steps and traditions. Avoid the lonely road to perdition. Manage each step, one step at a time. No hurry, no rush, no race against time. Make this day the day that you say, I choose recovery just for today. Inspire another to join in the cause. Simply remind them today is a pause. Together we see what we never saw, life in all its glory, splendor, and awe. Success has arrived at the crossroads today. Failure is always just one poor choice away. Choose instead to believe it's possible for you. Faith will most certainly move mountains too. Optimize this, the new life you've been given. Begin right now to again begin living. Manage your day or it will manage you. Drink not today or for sure you'll be through. Make today the day that you say, thanks to my higher power, I'm clean and sober this day. Inspire others with your recovery story. Share your message, your hope, and your glory. Together a journey is one we can travel. Alone what's found is the sound of the gavel. Success smiles on those who work their plan. Success surely arrives daily for woman or man. Commits a poem for recovery. Z, I was taking a minute to call in regarding your segment about the refining of ideals and function as related to science and nature and the fact that lines don't exist in nature, at least not naturally, that they are simply segments of an arc. I love the way you put this piece together. It really it really touched my heart to know that you're sharing this message with students and that they're getting the benefit and the understanding of um, a great education and that you're freeing their minds to come up with their own ideas and solutions to the challenges you put forward.
I truly am blessed. So the other day, I got a call in yesterday, I guess it was, from Z, Integrity Radio. And it was a gift. It was the gift of a call in. And that's what I love about Anchor. You know, I expressed the same thing to Z. Today I got another gift. I got a call in from Ray Renati, where he was talking about his gratitude practice and the things that he writes down that he's grateful for. And guess what one of those things was that was on that list? Me and my Kuntz's Corner. I I don't even know what to say. I I really don't. I really don't even know what to say other than thank you. You know, it's always just been my intention to just make a difference. Just to somehow make a difference. And, And knowing that if I shared forward a message that somehow had an impact on someone's day, then that would be really profound. So Ray may not really understand the true power and the profound nature of what his call-in did for me today. But if any of you have ever wondered if what you're doing is really making a difference, take a listen to this call-in that comes to me from Ray. This was all I needed to hear to know that I'm just going to stay on the path I'm on. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Keep making my small difference every day. The cumulative nature of that small difference is immeasurable. Because there's no way for me to know for sure just how one of my messages impacts another human being and the difference that it makes for them in their day. My messages go all the way to England now. In my own company, I don't know how far they go on anchor, obviously. I guess they go all over the world. But the written message that I send out, the one that I write to my team, because someone picked up on it and said, hey, I want to be part of that, that goes to England every day now. For me, that's a big deal. Somebody there might read that. It might make a difference in their day. When in your heart, all you've ever really wanted to do is make a real difference in the world, and then you get a little bit of solid, positive feedback that that's actually happening, that's remarkable. And I do this just to make my difference. Ray, I I don't even know how to thank you. I guess it's just those words. Thank you. I so appreciate this, Colin. It means the world to me. You have no idea what this did for me today. You gave me a gift. I talked about that in the Colin from Z, how a gift is only has value once it's exchanged. Anyway, I'm rambling. I'll just stop. Thank you again. Hey, Bobby. I really liked this last... Uh thought about uh, commitment and overcoming obstacles. I love these so much. You know what? This morning, I I write down the thing, three things I'm grateful for every morning. And uh, I put you, put you down as one of the things that I'm grateful for. <laughs> I just thought you might like to know that. Okay. Have a good one. Take care of yourself. Hope you play lots of golf. Bye-bye. Well, listen, after that amazing call-in from Ray, I thought it only fair that I find the most compelling quote I could to express gratitude. So I'm going to share my favorite one with you from Melody Beatty. Gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. 
It turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos to order, confusion to clarity. It can turn a meal into a feast, a house into a home, a stranger into a friend. Gratitude makes sense of our past, brings peace for today, and creates a vision for tomorrow. And once again, that's by Melody Beatty on gratitude. That's my favorite gratitude quote in the world. And I share it now with you, all of you, in particular, you, Ray Renati. Thank you for your grateful heart. Thankful, thank you for your wonderful message. And thank you for taking the time to call in to make my day with the gift you gave me. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much, my friend. So this call-in that Alita published was in response to a segment she created last night. And she actually talks about that in this next segment following. So this doesn't really require much of an introduction other than if you haven't read Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, I, I can't recommend the book highly enough. There are a multitude of great stories in the book about people who persisted and actually broke through and then the stories of those who quit just before they were about to break through. And the difference between the two, the corollary, uh, is remarkable. Uh, anyway, uh, that's enough for now. Listen to the segment, and then Alita's right behind that with a couple of segments that are pretty powerful. I'm going to put them all on my station. Alita, in the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, there's a story about... A gentleman who was the uncle of R.U. Darby, who had been caught by gold fever and went west to seek his fortune, and did find such a mine with a rich strike, covered it up, went and secured the equipment that he needed to be able to take the gold out, and proceeded with the first couple of big uh, carts of ore that were found to be one of the richest strikes in Colorado. They knew they were so close to having their absolute fortune. And then something really strange happened. The gold just disappeared. And they tried and tried and drilled and went different directions. And then finally, they gave up. They sold their equipment to a junk man who was smart enough to bring in an engineer and found that the gold was in a fault line three feet away from where they'd given up. So earlier in the night, because it's now actually morning, it's, what, 12.45 a.m., I received a really amazing call-in from Z and Ronnie from Integrity Radio asking me if I would consider talking about how appreciation shows up in my life. How does it present itself or how is it that I use appreciation to express what is it is you know what it is that's in my heart and they were talking about my station and appreciation is a huge component of their practice um, 
and they were talking about how they appreciated my channel and the appreciation that I bring forward um, probably because of some of the acknowledgments that I make about people and the way that they impact me in my life and how that affects me and I I have this space inside of me that I hold it's a sacred space that I hold for other people and that I hold for other things it's the space that I use when I'm working with patients that have cancer in support group when they're sharing the deepest concerns that they have about whatever it is that's going on in their lives and I share that same space here on the platform on Anchor when someone takes the time to call into my station or to express their gratitude for something that I've put together something that I've made myself available to receive and then shared forward so you know I'm gonna use a quote <laughs> you know that's coming and it is and um, in the next segment after I introduce Z and Ronnie's call-in which is what I'm doing here I'll share with you um, appreciation from the perspective of a couple of different people from the past and then myself and hopefully it'll all make sense in the best way I know how by discovering the hidden message wrapped up in a quotation shared with each of you for inspiration not motivation but inspiration so that you might find a way to best apply that message or that opportunity to express yourself as the message relates to you or as it resonates with you um, anyway that's enough for now um, I find myself rambling sometimes and coming up on three minutes so I'm finished that's it hi Bobby this is Z and Ronnie and you know in our lives and our practice our number one law is appreciate all things and what we love about you and your channel is the appreciation that you bring that you share um, what we would like to know if you would talk about how you approach appreciation in your life yeah. yeah, definitely. I'd love to hear it. It's very appreciative, and your appreciation is very contagious. Yeah. It's like a, a, a good laughter. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bobby. Thanks, Bobby. Let me start by saying I have a profound sense of appreciation for this song, Innocence. Day 169, Project 365 Music. This music, this song, speaks to my soul. For some reason, and I don't know exactly what it is, but it does something special for me, to me. Z and Ronnie asked if I would put together a little piece on appreciation. And of course you know I'm only, I'm going to use a quote. You just know that's coming, and it is, and here it is. By appreciation, we make excellence in others our own property. 
The excellence of the music created by Project 365 is now mine by my appreciation. So is it possible that by the simple act of appreciation we can make the excellence in others our own property? I would submit that all the evidence needed or required is found in the segments that I create on a daily basis with Kunz's Corner. They each come from a place of appreciation, from a place of reflection and inquiry. For the words placed together in a sentence to form a message that's deemed quotable. In my practice, the practice of making myself available to receive whatever message has been gifted me that day. I have a contract with my higher power, with my God of my understanding, to share the message as it is revealed to me. And obviously, some of me will show through in that message because it is indeed coming through me and the filters of my lived experience. However, there are days when I can barely type fast enough to capture the message as I receive it. I honor the integrity of the message by capturing it as closely as I possibly can with minimal editing. Except for the purposes of clarity of writing and the reduction of extraneous words for the most part, or redundancy. Other than that, I do my very best to capture the message as it's revealed. Exactly as I'm doing now in this moment with the hair on my arms and the back of my neck standing up just a little bit. Or at least it was when I captured that message was, was just a few moments ago. What and where does appreciation come from? I personally believe that it comes from the source. And what source would that be? Why, very simply, the source of everything. I believe that we are infinite beings, that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. And the God of my understanding is in everything and in everyone, and we are therefore all one. And that is where my appreciation comes from. Even Einstein had his own understanding of God. That deep emotional conviction of the presence of superior reasoning power which is revealed in the incomprehensible universe forms my idea of God, he said. And he also said, my sense of God is my sense of wonder about the universe. And finally, there's the one that's my favorite. The more I study science, the more I believe in God. And that's Einstein. What about Voltaire, the author of the quote? Voltaire was a versatile and prolific writer. He was an outspoken advocate of civil liberties, despite the risk that this placed on him under the strict censorship laws of the time. And as a satirical polemicist, he frequently made use of his works to criticize intolerance, religious dogma, and the French institutions of the day. In Voltaire's correspondence with Catherine the Great, he derided democracy. He wrote, Almost nothing great has ever been done in the world except by the genius and firmness of a single man combating the prejudices of the multitude. Sounds a little bit like Martin Luther King, doesn't it? Martin Luther King Jr., one of my heroes. In a 1763 essay, Voltaire supported the toleration of other religions and ethnicities. It does not require great art or magnificently trained eloquence to prove that Christians should tolerate each other. I, however, am going to go further. I say that we should regard all men as our brothers. What? The Turk, my brother? The Chinaman, my brother? The Jew? The Siam? Yes, without doubt. Are we not all children of the same Father and creatures of the same God? 
Well, there you have it. That's where my appreciation comes from. From the philosophy of Voltaire, from the science of Einstein, from the inquiry of a call-in. Thank you. I have a profound sense of appreciation for life and for the opportunity of a second chance. The early part of my life is not a part of my life that I can tell you that I'm, you know, overly proud of. But nonetheless, it's my life because it's my past, it's my history. But there came a point in time in my life when I had an opportunity to make a change. And that permanent change took place on the 4th of July in 1990 when I declared my independence. When with the help of my higher power, the God of my understanding, I decided that I would end my... I'm trying to think of the very best word. I guess the very best word would actually be addiction. That I would end my addiction to alcohol and any other foreign substances, including tobacco. And that all took place on that very same day. I quit drinking, I quit smoking at the same exact time. And the day that I chose was the 4th of July, 1990. As I expressed, that was my day of independence. And from that day until this day, I have made it my life's mission to make as big a difference as I possibly could each and every day to do something special, something significant. Almost, I guess, in a way to make up for what I felt was the shortcomings of my life leading up to that point in time. When I was reunited with my biological mother in 1991, the mother that I never knew was raised by my grandparents, she introduced me to a man she introduced me to Jim Rohn. She sent me to a seminar where I had learned things that I never even knew existed from a man who just seemed so unbelievably amazing to me as he spoke in such an eloquent manner from the stage, as he shared information. And I watched as people were mesmerized and writing everything they could possibly capture as he spoke with such compassion, power and wisdom about so many different things, things that I'd never even contemplated before. That day would change my life forever. That day would put me on a path of personal development to become the very best me I could possibly be. And I've been on that path every day ever since. I've never wavered. I have a profound sense of appreciation that what I asked that day on the 4th of July 1990 was honored. I asked that my desire for these other things, the things that were not good for my life, be taken away. I asked that they be removed. And if that they were, that I would honor that gift 
by trying to become the very best me I could be and that I would always try to make a difference and that I would always give and I would always help and I believe that's why I was guided in the direction of becoming a nurse I think I was put on this planet to serve and to help other people at least in this lifetime and in this body and so that's what I try to do I have a gratitude practice I begin and end each and every day with gratitude I have an alarm that goes off in the morning that reminds me that it's time to take a moment and express my gratitude out loud for the things that are important to me and then before I go to bed I take time to reflect on my day and to think about I try to think of at least three things that I can be grateful for in the day and that's pretty much who I am that's pretty much where I come from and that's pretty much how I became who I am today and that's where my appreciation comes from it comes from the second chance that I was given on that fateful day.